word to descend with. A word. I want to live here with a word. A word that will live with me till eternity. The word that will change my life forever. The word that will turn my life around. Tell the Lord what you have started in my life from the beginning of the program. Lord, complete it. And let me become a wonder to my world. Let me become a wonder to my world. Complete what you have started. Mangro dileka dibele na na asilela jigaladagaba jigalabragadagayagadea sandaladada. Oh God, bless my life, Lord. Iko shalaba shalagadea. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worship. Father, we return all glory unto you. For the first night, the first day, second day, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and this is the seventh day of this glorious meeting on this mountain. We are asking that you who have started all with our lives, complete that which you have started. Let this word we will receive today be a package. Let it be a takeaway. As we go with this word, we shall be on fire forever. Help us to be a wonder to our world. We give you all the glory. Let no single soul return back the way that came. Somebody is already blessed. Put your hands together for Jesus. I'd like you to take your seat in God's presence and greet one or two persons by your side as the Lord is going to bless us this morning. Please, I'd like you to be focused and to be attentive. The final word is is a word that you must not allow anything distract you. In fact, if there's anything we are here to keep asking God to give to us is the word. The whole entire earth was created, designed, and framed by the word of God. So if your life must be a tangible, forceful life in God's hand, then the word of God must be given full attention. This morning, I'd like to talk very quickly on a very serious matter. I must not fail totally. I must not fail completely. Even if I've failed before, I must not be called a failure. And we're going to look very quickly to the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter number 4. Okay, Ezra, please. Let's take it from Ezra. Ezra chapter 4. We're going to look at verse number 22 very quickly. I must not fail totally. Ezra, you can just open your Bible as we read. Verse 22. Take heed now that ye fail not to do this. Why should damage grow to the heart of the kings? When one failed totally, it becomes a generational damage. When a father failed, a mother failed, when someone, a child, a daughter failed, it becomes a generational damage. So the Bible says, take heed if you must not fail completely. Take heed if you must not descend from this mountain and then return back to the life you lived before. Then let this word sink into your heart. Lift up your hand and say, I refuse to fail. Say, even if I failed before, from this mountain, I shall not fail again. Somebody talk to yourself, say, in the name of Jesus. 
Even if they call me a failure before, after this mountain, I shall be called a success. Somebody say, I must not fail myself totally. Hallelujah. The matter here is, I must not fail. Meaning that I have made up my mind, I must not fail myself totally. Why totally? Why I must not fail totally? It's because there are a lot of things that we have failed to do in the past. There are areas we have failed before. There are areas we messed up our life, messed up our assignment, messed up our, our intimacy with God. And that is why the Lord is saying, even if you have failed before, you must not fail anymore. I must not fail myself. I must not fail my parent totally. I must not fail my children. That is a father talking after this mountain. I am picking up my life. Even if it's shattered, battered and scattered. I am picking up my life. I must not fail. I will not fail my children. I must not fail in my career. I must not fail in my assignment. I must not fail in the church. I must not fail myself in the church. I must not fail my generation completely. I must not fail out. I must not fail. I must not fail in my marriage. That is a married man and a married woman making up her mind or his mind. I must not fail in my marriage. I must not give up in my marriage. I must not fail as a mother. That is a mother making up her mind. This mountain as it goes, I must not fail as a mother. I must not fail as a father. I must not fail as a Christian. I must not fail as a pastor. I must not fail. We have a lot of Christians that have failed and they are sitting down not minding that they are failing already. We let, have a lot of fathers that have failed and they sat down as if they don't know that they are beginning to become a disappointment to their children. We have a lot of husbands that begin to fail their wives and they are not bothered. We have a lot of wives that begin to fail their husband and they are not bothered. We have a lot of children that are already failing. They have failed their father and yet they are not bothered. So our prayer from this mountain is, Oh Lord, I must not fail. As I'm leaving this mountain, I am picking up my life again. As I'm leaving this mountain, I am starting all over again. As I'm leaving this mountain, I am going to focus on my assignment, focus on the reason for my living. Focus, take my career serious, take my Christianity serious, take my marriage serious, take my destiny serious, take my dream serious, take my vision serious, take my future serious. Why? I must not be counted among the failures. Lift up your hands, I pray for you, you shall not fail. In the name of Jesus, a daughter, you shall not fail. With the mantle of God upon your life, you are rising to meet up. That amen is not a good one. With the grace coming upon your head, you are rising to meet up. You are waking up to meet up. 
all the years you have wasted recovery is coming on your way all the days you thought you have wasted and years restoration is coming into your life it is not over yet as you are taking over from today can i hear a better amen every spirit of failure running around your life and destiny the assignment is arrested today in the name of jesus any demon that is attached to your life to make you fail so that people look at you and laugh at you mock you and say you fail in life that spirit assignment is hereby terminated lift up your hands as i prophesy over your life and lift it very high as a mother you shall not be a failed mother Ah, as a father you shall not be a failed father as a brother you shall not be a failed brother as a sister you shall not be a failed sister as a son and daughter you shall not fail your parent as a parent you shall not fail your children as a husband you shall not fail your wife as a wife you shall not fail your husband can i hear that amen like thunder as a christian you shall not fail as a christian as a pastor you shall not fail as a pastor you will not fail in your assignment i will not fail in my ministry house of god will not be among a failed church can that amen be louder and clearer lift up your hands and say father i refuse to fail in my life i shall not fail i am a child of success and i must success i must succeed in my career in my business come on declare i am a child of success i must succeed i must succeed in ministry i must succeed in my marriage i must succeed in my career i must succeed in my destiny i feel something here i will not fail devil hear my voice i am not going to fail in my marriage for anybody to mock me i am not going to fail in my career for anybody to laugh at me i am not going to fail as a child for my parent to be abused i am not going to fail in my destiny i am a child of success devil hear my voice i carry grace to succeed i carry mantle jacquane ketaya ilikwane rashaya kaniba sombila seli bataya alaba yandega bahasa for you not to fail and be called a failure this following step you must get ready to take from now three major steps four or five six major step you will make up your mind to take this following step after this moment step number one disconnect immediately from the people in your life and around your life that are helping the devil to bring you down anytime you want to rise or help you to sin against God. Step number one. If you must not be a failure, look into your life. Who are the ones that the devil is using to bring you down each time you want to rise? 
who are the people the devil is using to discourage you each time you want to stand up who are the people around your life that is encouraging you to sin against God in Psalm chapter 1 verse number 1 blessed is the man that sit not with this comfort blessed is the man that sit not with the unbelievers blessed is the man that associate not with people who don't know where they are going blessed is the man that does not follow those who are not following righteousness beloved there are people you must pray to remove from your life there are people that must not hang around you anymore if you must not fail you can follow a failure and you will not fail you can follow a sinner and you will not end up a sinner you can follow someone that does not care about God and then your Christianity will not sink so look into your life as I am descending from this mountain who are those in my life who are those around my life who are those I call friends who are my association how far have I gone with them and what have they been able to do before now then you begin to think who do I disconnect who do I disassociate from listen to this bad people in your life will only make you a bad person in life if you allow a bad people allow bad people in your life they will end up make you a bad person in life and if you are a bad person in life destiny is not in view so look into your life in 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 14 all the way to verse 18 he said you must not mingle with some people you must not associate with some people you must not go with some people because so long you associate with them so long you go with them God said I can't go with you so if God must go with you there are people you must not go with them lift up your voice and say father anyone in my life that is an instrument of the devil remove that person no you are not talking like you understand this matter say anyone in my life that is an instrument of the devil have my permission remove that person now it was jonathan that lifted david and it was Jonadab that destroyed Anom. Jonadab taught Anom how to sleep with his own sister. And he died mysteriously. Jonathan helped David to escape the arrow of death. So either you have Jonadab in your life or you have Jonathan in your life. But many of us you are not fortunate to have Jonathan. So who you have is Jonadab. I, I want to pray for you. Anybody that will discourage you after this mountain. That will come and rubbish what God has put inside your life. Anybody that will come around you and yearize your mantle. Anybody that will, that will come around you and then cause you to sin against God. Let the a hand of God push them far away from you. Let God by himself select your friends for you. I don't like that amen at all. Let God by himself select your friends for you. God will anoint you with wisdom to change friends. If they will not help you go up, may God put them from your life. 
Anyone that will not help you serve God, may God prove them from your life. Somebody say, Oh Lord, approve them, approve them. Anyone in my life that will not help me rise, that will not help me to be wise, that will not help me to serve you, approve them from my life. The second step you must take, if you must not live here and fail, begin to read a passage of the Bible every day, beginning from now. When you said you must not fail, there are principles you must practice. There are some discipline that must exist in your life. People who don't read Bible cannot be successful in this kingdom. Now, if you look into the scripture, you will see in Exodus chapter 24, verse number 7, the Bible says that he said, read, read. Please open your Bible. Let's look at Exodus chapter 24. Let me pick out a word from there. Exodus chapter 24. And then let's look at verse number 7. 24 verse number 7. Hear what the Bible says. It says, and he took the book of the covenant, which is the Bible, and read in the audience of the people. And they said, all that the Lord has said, we we do and be obedient. So, they read the scripture. If you must know the mind of God, then you must read the mind of God. And if you must read the mind of God, then you must not play with your Bible. In Deuteronomy chapter 17 verse 19, it talks about read the book of the law. Every Christian that must be successful in this life, must come to a point where you have made up your mind that every day I will read a passage of the Bible. In Nehemiah chapter 8 verse number 8, Bible says they read the book. In Isaiah 34 verse 16, read. You are a Christian, you cannot read Bible in a day, even a passage. You will remain a failure in this kingdom. Life is governed by principle. Life is governed by something that, in fact, is governed by personal practice. That is a positive practice of something. When you choose something that is good for your life and you are practicing it, it helps you to go. It helps you to rise. It helps you to be successful. And one of it is every day open your Bible. There are many of us under the sound of my voice. The reason why you are where you are, you have not made up your mind. Every child of God that must receive help from God, that must that must be blessed by God, that must be assisted by God, you must come to a point that every day you read a portion of the Bible, a passage. You can choose the book of Matthew chapter 4 and read from verse 1 to the end. You can choose the book of John chapter 3. You read from verse 1 to the end. You can choose the book of Exodus chapter 3. You read from the verse 1 to the end. You can say, okay, this month I'm going to cover the, 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 the book of Exodus. Okay, this month I'm going to cover the book of Deuteronomy. These are people that God will help them to succeed. Because the word of God you read. The word of God you eat. The word of God you take in every day. Is what gives you Power over situation and power to succeed. In Joshua chapter one, verse number 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 eight, 
He said, this book of the law must not depart from your mouth, depart from your heart. He said, read it, meditate over it day and night. He said, in it you shall prosper. In some way, verse number 2, he said, his delight is on the law of the Lord and on the word of God he meditate day and night. He said, it shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. The question is, as a Christian, how many passages of the Bible do you read a week? Why won't you begin to fail yourself? Fail God. Why won't you begin to live as if there's no God? Those who are into magic, they don't play with magic book. Lawyers don't play with the book of the law. If you play with the Bible, then you play with your life. If you cannot read the Bible, then it means you are still joking. Receive grace. I say receive grace. I say receive grace. That is step number two. Always, every day, every day before you even brush, if possible, before you take your breakfast, or after you have taken your breakfast, or maybe you have got thank God, technology has made it easy in your in your phone. You can have Bible, download Bible, and then you can take any translation you like, and you are reading a passage a day. That is how to succeed in this kingdom. As many of us that your Bible is far away from you. Your Bible is being full of dust. Your Bible, you even come to church, forget your Bible. You even turn your back. In fact, the back of your Bible is nowhere to be found. The inside has left it. The one by the other side, even Jeremiah disappeared. Inside your Bible, there is no Nehemiah. Inside your Bible, there is no John. Inside your Bible, there is no revelation. One part must be removed. When you are playing with the word of God, I'm telling you, devil will play with you in this world. But that will not be your portion. Receive that grace right now. Someone say, Father, I receive the grace that as I'm descending from this mountain, I'll be reading my Bible every day. Say, give me the grace so that at least one passage I will download into my spirit every day. Now listen to this. You cannot read the Bible and sin. And you cannot sin and read the Bible. Those who read the Bible all the time, it's not easy for them to be to be to fall cheap for sin. That every day you read the passage, every day it's not easy to fail. It's not easy to fall. You can't fall and read the Bible, and you can't read the Bible and fall cheaply. Step number three: begin to take your morning devotion serious, night prayer time to time serious. Passing a fasting day serious in Psalm 57, verse number 8, talks about devotion. Talks about devotion. Psalm 108, verse number 2, talk about devotion. Waking up early, waking up early, calling upon God early, crying to God early, speaking in tongue early in the morning. There are Christians that have no relationship with morning devotion. Please don't finish this fasting and continue that kind of life. There are fathers and mothers who has nothing to do with waking up their children to pray in the morning. There are parents who have nothing. Their children can testify. They just wake up in the morning. Jesus minus devil. Devil minus Jesus. Up they go. 
there is nothing like okay oh my children wake up oh my wife wake up oh my husband wake up let's come together and pray no devotion a house that had no devotion can suffer demolition a house that have no regard for devotion can swim in frustration a house that altar of devotion is not in existence i'm telling you altar of frustration will be in existence that is why husband and wife fight mostly we can't pray together in the morning and fight in the afternoon we can't pray together in the morning and fight in the evening we can't call upon god early in the morning and insult ourselves in the evening it's not possible if you go to the family where they fight and quarrel, fail in marriage because they have destroyed, demolished, collapsed the altar of devotion. A husband cannot wake up in the night and pray for the family and slap the wife in the morning. A wife cannot pray all through night vigil and start insulting the husband in the morning because the altar of night prayer, the altar of fasting is destroyed. That is why Christians are vulnerable. But I pray for you on this mountain. Every neighbor will know that you carry fire from the mountain. Your voice shall be heard in the night. That amen, I don't like it. Your voice shall be heard in the morning. Your voice will wake up your neighbors from today in the name of Jesus. As you are waking up, you are kabashing. Now, you know what I do? In the morning, as I'm opening my eyes, I don't open my eyes to think of anything. I open my eyes to think of which song will I sing. Maybe as I'm waking up, oh, my mind will just go to Then as I'm waking up, I take that song. You can't flow like that and begin to fight in the house. It's not possible. He's the Alpha and Omega. You can't start with Jesus and end with the devil. Lift up your hand. Receive that grace. Receive that anointing. I said receive that anointing. Receive that anointing. You are a young lady. You want to succeed in life and you will sleep because you are not going to work that day. You sleep. No waking up in the morning to read your Bible. No waking up in the morning to do devotion. That is the beginning of frustration. Fathers, parents, mothers, sons, daughters, may we wake up from today. Tomorrow Monday, may you start this thing I'm talking about. And if you are doing it before, receive grace to do it better. I say receive grace to do it better. If you know you are going to be early by four to work, why don't you start your devotion by, by, by three? If it's going to be by five, why don't you wake up by four? So you have to program your money because there is no excuse so ever. Uh, the reason why I cannot do my morning devotion because I have to wake up as early as, as three, as four, as five and I have to be up to job. If there's no life, where will you do that job? What about you crash on the hill? What about you somersault on the road? What about you are roasted in, on your way to your office? What will you tell your maker? When you communicate, those who talk with God can talk to men. Those who talk with God can talk to men. Those who receive command from God give command to men. So if you make devotion your lifestyle, every confusion, frustration is in fact conspiracy or, or whatever that is my that might be projected over the night. As you lift up your voice and pray in the morning, angels scatter them before you move out. 
If it is trapped, they set for you. Oh Lord, I thank you for the night. I give you all the glory. I was not able to do my all night. I was not able to pray in the night. But I believe you, Lord Jesus. You are the God that hear the prayers that is early. And I'm calling upon you early like David. And then you begin to pray. And then the Spirit will just drop in your heart. And say, bind the devil. You bind that devil. And then all the traps scatter before you pass that route. Receive anointing for devotion. That amen is not a good one. Receive anointing for devotion. Somebody say, I receive it right now. So don't play with your devotion. These are steps that makes a successful child of God successful in life. From time to time, wake up in the night and pray. No matter how busy. Like I said, tiredness is in the mind. I've discovered that tiredness is in the mind. To me, I believe I cannot be tired. I cannot be tired. One of my sons was talking the other day. Say, said, ah, Daddy, you preach on, on Tuesday morning. And you minister in the night. And at 12 midnight, I began to hear you pray all around. He said, how? And in the morning, I'm already doing devotion with my family. And I'm already up. I'm returning back to... So, tiredness is in the mind. You can't be pursuing God and be tired. Now, time to time. Now, these are job, 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 job. Business, 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 business. That's the reason why. Then you come, you just drop your bag. You are tired. In two hours the night, no prayer. Wake up in the morning, no prayer. At least, from time to time. Help yourself, for the days are evil. Help yourself. Take your life serious. You don't have juju, have Jesus. You don't have any, any, any coven, any kingdom to attend meeting and, and acquire power. Pray to acquire power. The Lord will help us. What delivered Daniel? What do you think that helped Daniel to escape the dance of lion? It was prayer. He has a prayer routine. has a prayer timetable. Also get a prayer timetable. In Daniel chapter 6 verse 10. Bible says Daniel prays three days. Three times in a day. Three times. Morning, afternoon. That's a, 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 a man that was so a senior president. Pray three times a day. What about David? In Psalm 119 verse 164. Psalm 119 verse 164. Bible said David praised God seven times a day as a king. As a king. He could pray and praise God seven times, not two times, not three times. No wonder arrow and bow spear couldn't kill him. No wonder his enemy couldn't put his back on the ground. These are secrets of successful people. Take your fasting day. It could be Friday. Within the week, Friday is my fasting day. Within the month, Thursday is my fasting day. Within the week, Saturday is my fasting day. I have a day of fasting with my family. Whether they born that baby today, we must fast. Whether my wife just delivered today, that day, we must pray. We must fast. Some visitors that know it, if they are coming, they don't come on Saturday. Because any kind of visitor you are, I will never respect, regard you, and then call you. You must fast that day. No tea. No breakfast. We go fast. If I'm doing fasting, like we just, we are ending fasting now. Everybody in my house must fast. 
whether you are a visitor, it's nothing like you are doing fasting, a visitor came. He said, Okay, because you're a visitor, do tea for him. In no way. No way. A lot of them has run from my house. Because they're running by Saturday. Oh boy, there's fasting today. Or some running where we're having like 40 days fasting. Before you know, they want to stay how many days? They say, I'm going. Uh, what happened? Uh, an onion, eh? Make your house a place where God can be comfortable. And you will succeed in life. You will succeed both in marriage, everything. I don't, don't mortgage my this because of visitor. Who? I'll come what, for what? I think there was a time we're entering like is it 21 days or 7 or 14 days fasting and prayer. And then one of my uh, son brought uh, his children. That he brought them for holiday, let them come and stay in my house. As I told him, I said, Well, I don't know your children about your children, but my children, anytime we are fasting, they are fasting. And this is the law of the house. We are going to do fasting for 21 days. Can your children cope? Ask them. Because from tomorrow, nobody is eating in this house until when others are to eat, when the time to eat. Before I know the children say, Daddy, we they go. Daddy, carry us from here. Daddy, have to pack them. I can't bend my, my principle with God. With, if God leave me, you can't keep me. If you abandon me, you can't help me. So we play with, because somebody came to your house, you scatter your fasting. A visitor came, you destroy your, your, your money devotion. Somebody walk into your house and is just messing up the house like that. Why will you succeed? As you are living here, please don't play with this thing. Everybody that must succeed in God's kingdom must have a principle with God. Is anybody learning anything? Tell your neighbor, have you, have, have you learned anything? Tell your neighbor, if you must not fail, these are important. Let me add this one to it. Another step, if you must succeed and you must not fail, begin to practice covenant tithing. Genesis 28 verse 20. If you must be successful in your business, successful in your career, in your dream, let there be a... See, tight is a universal law. Whether you know God or not, you must pay tight. Even if you say you are not paying tight in the church, you might pay your tight to doctor. You must, you, you must pay or pay to police. They arrest you that very month and then took you to, to sell. And you bail yourself. That was tight. You refused to pay. That you paid in double. Or maybe you admitted in the hospital. Somebody is admitted. You went and spent that money. That is a tight of paid unknowingly to yourself. You must pay. So for you not to be harassed by any devil. To pay forcefully. Willingly engage. Now, if you like go and find that. Everybody that don't believe in tight. They are friends to problems. They are constant, they are customer to constant attack. If it is not problem from court, if it is not problem from police, if it is not problem from uh, sickness problem or family problem, problem must come, and they will be spending on problem on problem on problem. Because Malachi chapter three, when number eight, that cannot be broken. He said, "You, he say you eat tight, you eat my tight, I will release devourers. You are caused with a cause." So people who vow not to pay tithe, they are playing with the cause. They are living inside the cause. It does not matter who believes it, who don't. You don't need to tell me about tithe. God told me about tithe. 
die. If you must succeed, you must pay tithe. Even more than 10%. What will you give God? A lot of us, we have crippled our success by ourselves. Why? You say, you know they pay tithe. You don't even borrow your tithe. You have the mind. You keep your tithe. You borrow it. And then you chop it back. You didn't return it back. Say, oh Lord, no problem. Now, coming month, I'm going to pay. Coming month, you didn't answer God again. God said, you are owing me tithe of six months. And you want me to bless you? You never see any problem yet. The same you that does, you can't pay tight. 100,000 is just 10,000. But you went to the hospital and paid 50,000. Your wife did operation that took you about 150,000. 250,000. Why? You say you know they pay tight. So you must pay. Nobody, why not they pay tight? You either pay to God willingly, cheaply, or devil be collecting it forcefully and problem will not cease from your house. Show me the man who is crawling in business and I'll tell you he does not have regard for tight. Everybody who understood the principle of success, they don't play with their tight. Writing your tight, it does not shake anything. It does not change anything. God does not need our money. He's only teaching us wisdom. He's trying to help us. He's trying to say as a father, this is what you do, this is what you do. Then I play my own part. So you must make up your mind from this mountain and say from now, I will no longer eat my tight. Look at your neighbor and say, have you been eating your tight? That is why problem is always there. If you must not be swimming in problem, don't eat your tight anymore. Some people say, not a problem. That's why I cannot pay my tight. Sir, you have eaten the tight. Have you solved the problem? It was because of my rent. Now you pay that rent. Have you solved the problem? And it was because of my child, my daughter. Now have you solved? Nobody is eating tight and that can solve his own problem. It multiplies. But Titus, they don't have any problem because their problem is God's problem. Titus, their battle is God's battle. Titus, the devourer that visit their house will receive God's visitation. Titus are people that go fight without looking back. You have been eating all your salary tight. Show me what you achieve out of it. In fact, you have made it worse that the devil is, you know, you won't give God tight. So before the salary come, you come and sit down in your house. So, well, I'm waiting for your salary. I know you won't pay tight, but uh, yeah, I'll collect it myself. Uh, you know, God, God knows they collect and buy for me, and they collect and buy for. I know they play as the as the money is arriving, problem is on the ground. Or they'll call you from the village and say, Mama, Mama, sorted two teeth drop. And then you send money. You must pay. Receive grace to be faithful in your titan. I say, Receive that grace now. Lift up your hand and say, Father. I receive grace to begin to practice covenant titan from now in Jesus name. Let me add the fifth one. Make a covenant with your body. Matthew chapter 5, 15 verse number 18. Matthew 15, 18. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 17. Make covenant with your body. Meaning that I will not defy this my body. For any reason. I will not defy this my body for any reason. Please the Holy Ghost has taken over your body from the program day one to the end the glory of God rested on us don't defy your body don't, don't, don't allow the devil stain you, rob you of anything that will make God leave you don't defy your body that first Corinthians chapter three seventeen say our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost he said he that defy the body God will destroy, meaning that he that defy the body, God will leave him don't then number six, make a covenant with your eyes, your ears, and with your mouth. Job chapter 31 verse number one. 
He said, I made a covenant with my eyes. Make a covenant with your eyes. Make a covenant with your mouth. Uh, me, that, what is the meaning of that? No. Any talk that will not glorify God, I will not put my mouth. Make a covenant. Because some of us, you are not doing any other thing. Now, mouth, now they kill you. You talk too much. You gossip too much. Make a covenant with your mouth. No more backbiting. No more gossip. Anything when no consign me, I know they put my mouth. Any talk that does not glorify God, my mouth cannot be involved. Anybody that brings gossip, I send that person packing. If you follow one road, I show you the other way. Make a covenant with your eyes. I will not be looking and losting over women. I will not be losting over the things of the world. Make a covenant with your eyes. Make a covenant with your ears. Anybody that come to sit with me, if, it does, if the person don't talk about Jesus, talk about things that will help me and call me, I won't listen to anybody. Make a covenant with your ears. Some of us will like stories too much. We like gossip too much. And the time you are putting your ears down to hear gossip is a time that you are you are you are pursuing God from your from your life unconsciously. Hey, about that sister, hey, about that brother, hey, about that pastor, about that uh, that uh, bishop, about, about that prophet. You are talking about this one. You are talking about that one. You are talking about that woman. You won't go anywhere. Don't busy. Your, don't allow anybody get you busy with other people's matter. Face your front. Face your destiny. Face your assignment. And finally, begin to read books. Books. Daniel chapter 9 verse 2. Get books and read. If you can read. Books. Books that is written by men of God. I have men of God that I I respect their, their grace. My father in the Lord is one of it. If you can get his book. Dr. Paul in Encher, you can get Papa Yedipo's book, a grandfather, you can get their book. I have a lot of books written by the grace of God and it's in the, in the shop there. You know, Brutality in Christianity. Somebody called me from another ministry yesterday and said that book, Brutality in Christianity, can I have any copy? I said one is available. I'll be sending that one today. Impact ahead of interest. So many books written about marriage. You have about I have one book about marriage Divine Manual for Blissful Marriage, so you can get Book that can what, help you And read, you want to marry You are not thinking about reading a book about marriage You will go and fail in that marriage Your career, there are books You can read that can help you in your career Your vision, there are books you can read These are some of the books that are there I'm not a dust, I'm a God You know, productivity Created for productivity, many of them like that about ministry, you send the call of God in your life there is a book about ministry so get books read, time that you'll be wasting read, even in your office, get a book and read, and it's going to help you let me drop this as we round up, if you leave school don't leave book if you leave school don't leave book can you stand on your feet if you leave church don't leave God don't leave Bible can you rise to your feet? Agaba Idui, Agaba Idui, Agaba Idui, Oh, Agaba Idui, Agaba Idui, Agaba Lift up your hands. Oh, Chaduman Labu, oh no, oh no, no, look who go. Agaba Idui, Oh, what do my lebeka wano, bear full, I know. Agabae, 
You are the light that shine in darkness. You are the lily of the valley. Agabae. Ukwefula inui. Onundula inui. Agabae. Oh, Agabae the way. Just lift up your two hands. Say, Father, give me grace that all this step I will begin to take them from this moment. Open your mouth and pray. Help me to take the step of disconnecting from any friend, anybody, whether brother, sister, that allow me serve God, I will disconnect from them. Father, give me the grace. Let me practice covenant tithing after this moment. Father, give me the grace. Let me begin to take my morning devotion serious, my night prayers, my fasting, at least once in a week or once in a month, very serious. Father, help me to read my Bible, a passage every day. Help me to read books that can help me. Go ahead and begin to talk to God. Father, give me the grace. Not to defy my body. Give me the grace. Give me the grace. Young lady, don't leave this mountain and return back to your boyfriend. Young man, don't leave this mountain and return back to your girlfriend. Don't leave this mountain and return back to smoking and drinking. For the Lord has dropped something on your life. Maybe this is the first time you have been coming since the program. The Lord is saying to you that if you can keep yourself for me, then I have something to do with your life. Lift up your two hands as I pray for you. In the name of Jesus, after this mountain, may you live a brand new life. That amen is not a good one. After this mountain, your prayer life will increase. Your fasting life will increase. Your passion for God will increase. Your passion for the things of God will increase. Can I hear that amen like thunder? Let grace flow upon you to succeed. You shall not fail after this mountain. In marriage, you shall be successful. In career, you shall be successful. In your job, you shall be successful. In your business, you shall be successful. The spirit of success rests upon your life. You shall be successful in serving the Lord. In the name of God the Father. In the name of God the Son. And in the power of the Holy Ghost.